Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Inside the junk hole. Oh my goodness. Well, sometimes that is better. It just tastes so damn good. Stargrove. Wolfman's gone hard. Here, mommy. Here's Johnny. Thou art the one. Slap! Star Child. What the hell did we just watch? The All American Spook Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the All American Spook Show Horror Podcast. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined here with my friends Will. Hey, hey, hey. Donnie. Yo. And the Professor Smoke. What's up? And we are here to talk about a more recent movie. It's a 2020 movie, but it didn't, like, open, or it didn't come out here in the U.S. It was released in, in Shutter on Shutter in June of 2021. So it's a 2020 movie, but it's uh, basically a brand new release. It's only been out or widely accessible for a couple months. So we're going to be talking about Caveat. So I guess uh, before we get deep into the behind the scenes stuff and you know talking and giving our thoughts and everything and our initial thoughts i'll go ahead and toss to the usual information uh you can email us you know contact us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com any comments questions whatever you got there you can send it there uh, you can find us on twitter at aa spook show you can find us on instagram facebook and slasher by searching for all american spook show of course we have a youtube page where every thursday we have a new edition of deadline horror news our kind of our, our video cast so to speak, of like the, the you know, basically the weekly uh, goings-ons in the horror community, like as far as conventions, headlines, anniversary dates, stuff like that. We, we go over that and talk about that over on our YouTube channel every Thursday. Of course, you can find us on TeePublic. We have a TeePublic page where we sell like logoed merchandise and like some other cool designs that we have there. That's available. You, you should easily be able to find that by searching for All American Spook Show. And of course, the big thing, the big goings-ons is our Patreon patreon.com slash aa spook show there every tuesday we come out with a new video mini-sode where the main attraction there is the library of the professor segment where professor smoke takes something from his vast library of uh dvds and laser discs and <laughs> vhs and books and comics and whatever the hell else he's got back there he'll take an item and we talk about it and uh you know he gives his reviews on movies and stuff like that so that's always a fun time to be had. That comes out every Tuesday on patreon.com slash AA Spook Show. If you subscribe at, you know, we have various levels, like starting at a dollar, but I think it's at the $5 level. Uh, you can get these podcast episodes early. Sometimes, not quite a week early, usually not that, that early, but I think we have released a couple, you know, like five or six days early over on uh, Patreon. So, but at least you'll get it like a day or two early guaranteed pretty much. Um, but yeah, like uh, if you're over there, you've probably already, uh, you know, listen to this before everyone else. So we thank you for your patronage. But uh, and there's plenty of other uh, things there, bonus bonus videos that go up and bonus episodes, all that stuff over on Patreon. So you definitely want to go check that out. So I guess uh, you know before we get into the nitty gritty here, we'll go ahead and toss to the trailer for Caveat from 2020. I have a few days' work for you if you're interested. Doing what? Babysitting. My brother died last year. He had a daughter, Olga. She keeps going out to the house where he dies. The place is in the middle of nowhere, and I don't like the idea of her being out there on her own. So 200 a day. Just to go to the house and keep her company. That's it. There's got to be more to it than that. You didn't say anything about the house being on an island. Come on. What's the big deal? Does anyone know you're here? Arnold said he killed himself. In the basement. There's someone down there. Are you gonna tell anyone what I asked you to do? She was mad. 
I wouldn't do something like this. All right, there you go. That's that. So, uh, Donnie, I guess I'll toss to you first. What were your initial reactions? Because I'm pretty sure this is the first time watch for all of us, right? I think we already established that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. first time watch for me. Uh, first time I watched the trailer. Yeah, it was, I, I mean, I knew it was going to be an interesting uh, kind of movie. Well, what do you have to say about it? Yes. 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 Yes, what? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke. What What are your initial thoughts on this? Well, it's definitely a slow burn, right? We'll get and we'll get into that. Time to unwind the story that's got going on. So, in fact, so it, in fact, I had the first time I watched it. I got off work and I, I tried to watch it, and uh, I think I got into about five minutes into it, and I fell asleep <laughs> because I just off work and I'm tired. But because also the movie, does, not as, not saying it's boring, but it just you know it takes its time to unwind, and it's uh, it's, it's like it's definitely a slow burner. So. <laughs> This time around, though, I got off work, and I, I pumped myself full of amphetamine, and I got through it. I'm kidding, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I, I, I took meth, and then... <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow burn. It took an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Still waiting for this thing to get up and start moving. Oh, it's over? Well, shit. All right. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think I kind of... I, I see where this is going, so... <laughs> I don't really have much to add to that, but, you know, we'll talk about it throughout here, and we'll go, we'll take the deep dive that we normally do, and then we'll give our star ratings at the end. So I think it'll be interesting to see where we all land on this at the end. To, 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 give, my, to give my real, like, initial hit from this is, is the, the premise sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the trailer looked interesting. That, that's, that's, that's my hit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, we'll get there at the end. We'll see what we all, you know, how we all feel. But that's a, that's a good and proper tease, as they call them the biz. So we'll, we'll see where it lands. Um, all right, so the background information for this one. It was released October 4th, 2020. Uh, so it made its debut at the Indie Cork Film Festival. Then it actually played here in the United States at the Screamfest Horror Film Festival on October 10th, so about a week or so later of 2020, last year. But it didn't actually come out wide here in the U.S., you know, for it didn't become accessible for us here until June 3rd, 2021, and that was exclusively on Shutter, and that's still where you can find it today. I don't remember whether this has actually been released on DVD or anything yet, but I'm sure it will be eventually if it hasn't. I didn't catch that part. But it was uh, produced by Hindsight Films, and uh, I guess because it was, it didn't really get a theatrical release. It doesn't have like an MPAA rating, a rating or anything. I didn't see one. I would imagine this is at least what a PG-13, if not an R. You know, if you had to guess, probably wouldn't have made a PG-13 if it was if they had a rating for it. Yeah. I mean, I guess just based on uh, seeing dead bodies. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I, I'd say just if for no other reason than that, it's PG-13. I, I would imagine the total runtime for it is one hour and twenty-eight minutes. And it was filmed at Bantry House in Bantry, County Cork, Ireland. Now, the director, his name is Damien McCarthy. Now, he, he's actually the director slash writer slash editor of this movie. So this is definitely his baby for sure. His friend or like a, a, the family of his friend or something like that that I understood actually owned the house that this was filmed. Because pretty much the entire film is, you know, for the most part in one location. It's in this house. But his friend's family, I think it said, actually owned this house. So they used it. And it was actually, like, way too nice on the inside for, like, what they were trying to achieve here. So they actually, like, I guess they used, like, exteriors of the house and then built a set outside of the house for, like, the interiors of the house so they could really, you know, trash it up and make it look like it did in the film. I never saw a budget for this, but I saw a couple people allude to that this was extremely low budget, which, you know, no surprise there, right? There's nothing crazy as far as what you see on the in the film here. So I'm not sure of a budget, but it grossed about 250,000 pounds sterling, which uh, 
you know, as we record here in uh, late September of 2021, that amounts to about $343,624 US. Not much, you know, but, you know, give or take, it probably took that much just to film this thing. So either way, right? And I'm sure they got a nice little distribution cut from Shutter and, and, and other countries and everything like that. So I'm sure they made their money back and then some because um, I don't think they spent the budget very hugely on anything in particular here. You know, there's really only one actor that has really any huge amount of experience in this movie. Um, and which we'll go over that here in just a second. On IMDb, it got a 5.9 out of 10 stars. On Metacritic.com, their Metascore, it got a 60, you know, which is basically uh, slightly above average there because I think the Metascore, Metascore goes from like basically like 0 or 1 all the way to 100. So you combine that with what IMDb, 5.9, that's about the same score basically. But over on Rotten Tomatoes, their tomato meter, out of 46 critic reviews, it has an 83% on the tomato meter so i don't think this is certified fresh but this is pretty pretty damn high on their scale and the audience score there is only 44 percent so it basically just about damn cuts the uh the critic score in half you know the tomato meter score on half in half on that which you know honestly isn't surprising for this type of movie right that the critics would love this way more than the audience loved it as i mentioned just a minute ago it was directed written and edited by damian mccarthy and this is his first feature-length movie. And pretty much everything he's done before this were all like, uh, maybe like a, a music video or two and all short films and stuff. And he works hand-in-hand -hand with the producer, I guess they're friends, his name's Justin Hine. That's the guy that basically is the, uh, the head of Hindsight Films who produced it. So um, a lot of the projects that both of them have done have all been the same because it seems like they work together on everything and this is basically their first feature-length film. Two executive producers, Tom Black and Marella Resnick, which this was basically the only credits they had. Let's see, uh, music, which is interesting in this movie because there's not a lot of music, but I will, I will commend the, mu the uh, not the soundtrack, but the, uh, the sound mix on this thing, I thought was great. But the music was made by Richard G. Mitchell. Now he has worked on the soundtrack for uh, the movie It's Complicated, you know, the one that had Meryl Streep, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, Steve Martin in it. He worked on that soundtrack and he also worked on the soundtrack for Bend It Like Beckham. So, you know, he, he's got a lot of experience for sure because I think his credits went all the way back into the 80s. It stars Jonathan French as Isaac. And once again, this is his first feature length film project. Uh, I think pretty much all just shorts is all he's ever worked on before this. But he's basically the main guy, you know, in this movie that he's the guy that comes to the house to watch the girl in the film. Um, ben Kaplan is Mo Barrett. Now he, he's really the only one that has any kind of resume in this film, you know, other than the guy that did the music, Richard G. Mitchell. Um, he was in Band of Brothers, you know, back, well, I think it was like 2001 when that came out. Uh, he was in a series called Call the Midwife that was on for several years. Might still be on, I'm not sure. But I think a lot of, a lot of what he's worked on is stuff in the UK. So he may not be so recognizable to you, you know, to, uh, audiences here in the u.s and uh the only only other one because this is a small tight cast uh the only other one that i re really noted to mention is layla sykes as olga uh she's the uh i assume she's like a teenager right supposed to be a teenager in this movie although she looks a little older than that but i think she's supposed to be a teenager in this movie and you know her uh, uh he she's the one that the that the guy come uh, isaac comes to watch in the film um she was in a series called missing something and another movie called Lancaster Skies, a handful of other things, but that, those were really the only ones worth even halfway mentioning. Once again, I think another UK, you know, a lot of her projects come from the UK, so probably not someone that's fully recognizable here in the US, but uh, she's done a handful of things, but that's pretty much the highlights there. So uh, really that's about all I had to say as far as like the background stuff. I mean, like pretty much already ran through it all. Um, did you guys have anything else that like I failed to, to mention I didn't catch or anything that you wanted to add here before we get into the movie itself? No, I think where this movie is pretty new. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to come across any kind of background info. Yeah, and it wasn't released in theaters or anything, at least, you know, not anywhere notable other than like film festivals and stuff. So there's no there's no numbers there to go over, you know, like we sometimes do with the top 10 or something like that. So yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't find much else. Typically, the ones that we've run across, like doing, you know, the episodes on or primarily based on buzz whether that's you know from like hey this is you know you know a movie that was real talked about you know back in the day or you know yeah. it was real popular or whatever 
But, it, I mean, there has been buzz around this. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it goes hand-in-hand hand with what I said. I mean, that's a high score on toma- uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter, 83%. That's really good. Uh, probably better than most movies we talk about, to be quite honest with you. And I'd, I'd seen it pop up on some lists of, uh, you know, some short list of some of the best horror movies so far here in 2021. So, yeah, like you said, there is some buzz to it. Just, you know, it's not like uh, everybody's, you, you got to run out and watch this kind of buzz. It's just solid. You know, it's just a solid movie from what, you know, you re, you'll re-round and you'll find. Is that, well, it's kind of going to be not the norm, but once we start pulling some of these movies that are like Shutter exclusives or whatever, like you said, to have buzz but haven't really been released anywhere, there's more and more of those movies out there now thanks to streaming services, I think. Like, yeah. Because I, I guess they make their money back in some way, shape, or form with, what they're able to sell to these streaming services. So, I mean, these shutter exclusive movies that you don't even see on DVD or Blu-ray anywhere. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. The way it works is you sign up using audibletrial.com slash spookshow. You get a free credit. You can use that credit to get any audio, you know, audiobook of your choice there on Audible. If you decide, like, I can't afford this or I'm not going to use this enough, whatever the reasons, you cancel it, you get you get to keep that audiobook that you use the credit for. So helps us out. You get a free audiobook out of it, win-win. So I went on Audible and I typed in uh, Irish folklore just to see what would pop up since, you know, this is a an Irish film. And uh, we got a few, uh, more than a few examples here, but, you know, I'll just run over the top few here. Mythology, Celtic mythology, creatures, and Irish folklore by Kelly Mass. Uh, that is just under five hours long there on Audible. We have Tales from Old Ireland by Malachi Doyle. And that one is eh, a little under an hour and a half, and that's an Audible exclusive. This is only from Audible there. And uh, let's see, one more. We got Celtic Mythology, Irish Myths and Ancient Folklore from the British Isles by Bernard Hayes. That one is just under one hour long, so it's a little more brief, but still probably interesting nonetheless. But yeah, needless to say, you could type in something like that or, you know, any type of folklore and stuff. You're going to find dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of examples there on Audible. I mean, just that one, just Irish folklore, I've got 22 results that popped up on Audible. So tons of that type of stuff there. If, if any of that stuff interests you and to download your free audiobook today, go to audible, audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audiobook. So I guess with the paid advertising out of the way, we'll go ahead and get into the movie itself. Now, like I didn't take like, you know, the usual notes of like this happened, that happened, you know, they looked left and saw a window kind of thing. You know, I didn't do that this time. So I'm just going to kind of be hitting some of the highlights here because this really is one of those types of movies where I wouldn't say there's not a lot happening, but it takes a while to get from, you know, one key scene to the next kind of thing, you know, so I'm going to be kind of describing it in a, in a broader sense in this way. The movie starts with you see a girl, which turns out to be Olga, uh, walking around the house, walking around a house, carrying this little toy rabbit by the ears. And it's like every time she would point it a certain direction, like it would start drumming or whatever. And then she would kind of go that way or whatever. And like, I think she ends up like cutting a hole in the wall and looking in it. And that's when you see, like, I think that's... Do you see the credits there? Or not the credits, but like the title screen? No, I don't think you see the title screen there. I think it goes to introducing the other two guys, Moe and Isaac, right? Where basically Moe is hiring Isaac to go watch this girl. You know, you presume and you'd be right that it's the girl that you just saw at the beginning there. He hires Isaac to go basically just sit in the house with her. What did he say? For about five days, something like that. Um, yeah. Because her parents are like, her mom is missing. Her dad is dead. He apparently just committed suicide. And he needs some... And this is his niece. So he needs someone that he can trust to go watch her. And then it's like, there's some kind of line like, that's all you need me to do is just go and sit with her, you know, for five days? Yeah, it's like, well, there's got to be something more to it. And that's when it cuts to caveat, the title, <laughs> the title screen. So I thought that was a pretty good little transition to the title, right? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, uh, uh, Donnie, I'll throw to you first. What do you think of this cold open here with the... Uh, the whole thing with the girl with the rabbit and the whole setup before you hit the title screen. You know what? It, it, it was, they really should have just rolled the credits right then. <laughs> you mean like the end credits? Just end it right there. Hey, cool. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Sounds good. <laughs> an entire, <laughs> you know. an entire five minute movie about this guy that's hiring somebody to go watch his niece. The That's end. all you need. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it's sort of like that joke in uh, the big Lebowski, you know, he, he's like, uh, 
you know, the dude is watching the, uh, I guess, fake por- porno or whatever, and he's like, you can imagine what happens from here. And he's like, he fixes a cable. It's <laughs> like, okay, so he just, he goes to watch this girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> Credits roll. Well, it turns out there's more than that, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Will, what do you think? I think at this point, uh, I was assuming that the the rabbit statue was going to have a whole lot more to do with the movie. I also think, uh, before you continue, I also think Shudder kind of fools you there, too. Like, the little poster for it is like somebody holding up the little rabbit, like, right into the camera, right? So it's basically just a picture of the someone holding it by its ears, and then it says yeah. caveat, like, right beside it. That's it. That's the poster. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like, like uh, up to this point, it's fine. The next, you know, hour and 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we'll get into that with our star ratings. But uh, smoke, what do you think of this cold open? Uh, I mean, I, I liked it visually. I thought, well, like, that, like I said, the, the rabbit. You kind of expect it to play more into the story, and then as it goes along, I mean, it does. It does have more of a part in the story. It's just, uh, yeah, judging from the trailer and the poster, you might expect it to be more so. But I think it's it's a cool image for sure. And then this one scene later on, <laughs> you could you see how I guess creepy the design of that rabbit is. Now we of course don't get any like background on what it is exactly or who does it. it's just there yeah. but it definitely is creepy you know more so in that scene of, around the midpoint of the movie when he's in the room with him by himself i guess i thought it was interesting this cold open or not cold the open and i'm sure as further along we get into this and once we kind of do the wrap up at the end with our star ratings and everything we'll come to some we'll come to some type of conclusion about what the hell is going on here or do you you know, like that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but to kind of to kind of go back on what Smoke was talking about, it visually, I thought I thought this 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 movie was beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like like the way it was shot. Like like there were there were. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that this was uh, what Jesse James meets the Bride of Frankenstein. It's not, <laughs> it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But uh, you know, if it, if we're just going by visuals and kind of the you know. The setup, I mean, they did a really good job. Wait a minute, is that a spoiler for uh, our anniversary episode that you just called Jesse James Meets Frankenstein's Daughter, the worst movie you've ever seen? (laughs) We'll find out in a few weeks. (laughs) You'll find out on Halloween Day when (laughs) uh, episode 80 comes out. Our third anniversary special. Yeah, you know, I don't know. As far as, like, this, this, this open is concerned, like... I think it does, it, it holds my interest enough to find out, all right, what the hell's going on here, right? Like, you know, I think it's a good setup, and it draws you in pretty quick, like, as far as, like, I want to see where this goes. You know, as far as the execution of it past that, we'll find out. All right, so once you get point, past that, you're like, basically, Mo takes Isaac to the island, and that's where he meets his niece, uh, Mo's niece, Olga, and, and apparently, like, she'll randomly go catatonic, <laughs> with like no with warning her, with her hands over her eyes yeah like you just won't hear anything or like, where the hell is Olga and all of a sudden like you know she's just sitting in her bedroom with her hands over her eyes and like she <laughs> won't say anything she won't move like that's it like she's just out of it for a while um, so you know you establish even like uh, Mo goes over and like I think he puts the key on the desk or something and picks up the lampshade and puts it on her head and then just stands there and smiles at it like yeah yeah <laughs> so like I'm she, an asshole yeah <laughs> So, like, she won't, you know, like, that's a thing in the movie, right? Like, you know, so you just establish that pretty quick that, like, she'll just go blank. And I'll I'll also mention that this house that they go to that she's in is on this, like, remote island. So it's basically just a really small island with, like, one house on it is basically what you kind of draw from the uh, geography of it all, right? Also, once he gets, once Mo gets Isaac there, he's like, yeah, also, I forgot to tell you, like, you need to be chained in this harness, that uh, like it's like this leather vest that locks you know on your chest, and then it's connected to a chain that only lets you go so go so far in the house. Like he can go down to the basement, certain areas of the house, but basically he can only go to the foot of Olga's bedroom, and that's as far as he can go. He can't go in. So how, what what would you do in this scenario? Like okay, you've uh, been hired to watch this girl, and uh, he tells you you have to wear a leather vest that's chained to the wall. <laughs> Are you doing it, dude? I'm getting so far the fuck away from there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's just a, like, what the fuck? That was some Houdini shit he had to fucking put on. I should add, too, they also kind of uh, subtly kind of frame it in a, in a way that, like, Isaac has been in an accident or something and has amnesia. So, yeah. I, I, like, just recently. So, like, 
I guess like he's he's willing to do whatever his friend asked him to do, even though apparently he has no recollection of this dude being his friend. He's like, okay, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> $200 oh, a day. like a fine, upstanding uh, young man. I'll, I'll do what you say. All right. I'm a little hesitant with the vest, but okay. Money. <laughs> For $200 a day, he's willing to do this. Uh, I'll put up some token resistance. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Put it on me. This is my <laughs> thing. You didn't know that, but it is. <laughs> So then, like, as soon as, like, Mo leaves, instant, instantly, like, Isaac starts, you know, seeing, like, kind of hearing things and seeing things. And this is what I was alluding to earlier. Like, I think they did a really good job of the sound design on this movie. Like, man, you really hear and feel those creaks in the floorboards, the uh, the chain. The chain is dragging across the floor. Yeah, like, like and I guess it's because. And I, I guess it's because of the lack of, like, you know, music tracking or big portions of the movie that you really hear and feel those things a lot. Yep. Which I think helps the atmosphere of this movie. Oh, the other cool thing too that uh, kind of adds to the, I guess, atmosphere is the, those intercoms. <laughs> you know, the intercoms in the different rooms. Yeah. So he's talking to her, or also you hear some other things <laughs> going on in the intercom, possibly, but not you can't really make it out if what is it, if it's her, or, or you know, later on in the movie as he's pressing the button to talk or whatever, kind of a certain ghostly, I guess, thing to the movie. Yeah, and then another thing, too, is right here about this about this spot where, like, Isaac's like, all right, well, you know, you kind of accept the setup here. Like, she's in there in a catatonic state with her eyes or her hands over her eyes. He's like, all right, well, fuck it, I'm going to go to bed, right? <laughs> and he goes and lays down, and then there's a painting on the wall that, like, uh, falls off the wall, and then he, he, he's kind of staring at it, you know, and then he gets up and turns it around, and then he hears something, and he gets up close, and it's like almost like he can hear it whispering or something. And then he just wakes up and, like, the painting is turned back around again. Was he dreaming? What the hell was that? Like, you know, it's like it's not like there was a bigger payoff later on that. Nope. It's yeah, just no, not explained. It's where, just... One area where it doesn't go into it anymore. I mean, you kind of want to know the story behind this painting. Like, yeah. who is that in the painting? What, you know. <laughs> and then that whole scene of it flipped around because it around it's kind of disturbing to him. And then he goes and lays down, but he's facing the wall and not facing the painting. And then turns over and the painting facing him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, then he turns. Then he does something else, and it's on the floor, right? Yeah, like I think up. it falls over or something, and that's when he goes and picks it up, and it's almost like it's whispering to him. I think he kind of leans in and listens to it, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like it cuts to him asleep, and he looks up, and the thing's turned around again. Yeah, and I, I, I should have wrote that down because I, I did hear what it whispered to him. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I didn't really like. I, I, it's not like I shuffled back to like hear what it was saying or anything, but like. You know, I, I I didn't make it out when I when it happened. I was just trying to figure out like what the fuck was going on here, um, especially when it just, <laughs> especially when like he wakes up and the thing is turned back around again. That's where I was like, what? What just happened? What the hell was that? Was that a dream? Um, you know, then you just quickly move on to the next thing. But yeah, around this time you establish that the father, the dad, you know, that died, that killed himself, he basically went crazy from claustrophobia and committed suicide. Isaac goes down into the basement and he hears noises and stuff. And then he sees like there's a wall, I guess it's like some sheetrock or something, right? Or a piece of wood, whatever that is. But there's like a hole cut, you know, like a circle hole cut in the middle of it. He looks into the hole with the flashlight and he finds the missing mother. Her body is like behind the wall back there. And um, it's almost like she's like smiling too, you know. <laughs> her eyes are open, like looking at him, like hey! you know, like a, almost like a Joker smile. <laughs> like she took Smilex and died, you know. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> then he goes back <laughs> up, <laughs> Smilex. <laughs> so he goes back upstairs. Like like I said, he can't. The chain won't allow him to go into Olga's room, but he noticed there's like a little vent or something on the side of the wall, and he goes kind of over to the back of the vent, pops it out of the wall, and he can put his hand in, grab the phone, and dial. So he does that, and he calls Mo and says, hey, I just found her body down there. Um, you know, and Mo's like, all right, I'll take care of you, whatever, and hangs up. He, I think after that, he basically tells Olga what he just did, right? Like, I found your mom down there. And then she's just like, basically at that point, she just waves it off like, yeah, yeah, I know she was down there. Why did you call Mo and tell him this, though? Because now he's not going to let you leave because Mo and my dad are the ones that killed her. And then hit her in the wall. So then you kind of like start putting two and two together. Like, all right, well, this dude, Mo, you know, uh, clearly is kind of like he has nefarious intentions with Isaac, right? It's, it's, I guess, what, what is the intent here, ultimately? Like, to get Isaac to be the to guy that, maybe to, to be the guy that takes the fall for the mom being dead? I guess. I mean, because, I, yeah, I, you know, yeah. 
just kind of open, right? <laughs> but I mean, we'll get to it a little bit later. But like, he's not. I mean, Isaac, he's not going to do anything. Well, I mean, like, like I said, I'm just kind of jumping around a little bit. I'm hitting the highlights here. By but... the way, at this point, I'd like to mention we're a spoiler podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for yeah. some reason, you've listened this far. Yes, we are a spoiler <laughs> podcast, and. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched the movie, you should probably stop right now and go watch the movie and then come back and listen to the rest of this. But, yeah, I mean, jumping around a little, I mean, y- you eventually learn that basically Mo, and this is revealed to him as he kind of, like, Olga says, like, yeah, you've been here before. And he's like, what? I haven't been here before. It's like, yeah, about a year or so ago, whatever the fuck she said, you know, you were here and you left your coat. Basically, you were hired to to help kill her dad. So you eventually, through a series of, flashbacks or whatever you come to conclude that mo i guess helped her dad olga's dad kill her mom right then they hid the mom's body in the wall and then the guy i guess for some reason or another that is really to me not very much explained like number one why they would want to kill her but once they did kill her why would mo want his brother dead you know olga's dad so he hires, I, I don't know, I don't think you get a clear answer on those, in my opinion, right? Well, see, I, I'm guessing maybe at this point, for some reason, they kill the wife. Maybe he goes ahead and, you know, messes up the, the husband, you know, I guess his brother, and then hires this guy to go watch him so he could pin it on him, maybe? Well, he hires, like I said, you, you realize this later in the movie through flashbacks and stuff, Mo hires Isaac to basically go and just, like, get the guy down in the basement, right? And then close the the door and then lock the door. That's all he wants him to do because the guy suffers from like extreme claustrophobia and he's running on the assumption like, well, he'll kill himself if he can't get out of the basement, which I guess is what eventually happens. Right. I guess. Um, because you don't see this play out, but you know, the guy's dead. Um, all you see even in the flashback is like Isaac goes down to the basement. The guy's like laughing or something. Then he kind of charges at him and like, clearly he's, He's bleeding on his head, you know, like something's happened to him. And then he goes up, you know, he kind of runs away at that point, right? But he also comes back and says, like, he didn't lock the door. Like, someone else had locked the door, right? Isn't that what he said? So, like, when Mo comes back to the apartment, like I said, in these flashbacks or whatever, to pay Isaac, he's like, yeah, I can't take the money because I didn't do anything. Like, I go, the door's already closed and it locks from the outside. So, like, I didn't do it. So also, where where's the daughter in this part, in this part right here? I guess maybe she's locked in a room or something with her hands over her eyes. I don't know what the hell she's doing. <laughs> she's over playing she's peekaboo. Got a lampshade on. Yeah, <laughs> she's just got a lampshade on her head sitting in the corner. I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> as interesting as this movie is in a lot of parts, and as you know, I, I think as well done as it is as far as low budget. There's a lot of the stuff in this story that just doesn't make sense. Or it jumps around too much. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, I'm not trashing on it. It's just there's a lot of holes here that, you know, I think they set up a lot of stuff and don't pay it off in some regards. You know, like yep. the painting on the yep. wall or, like you said, where the hell was she when this was happening? They allude to something like, well, your mom your mom was right. You're good for nothing or something like that. What does that have to do with anything? Like, And why is he, cu- like, fussing at her? Like, he's done basically killed both of her parents and then, like, He's dragging her. Is there money here that, you know, like that? it's almost like Moe's intentions are money, right? But like there is no explanation of, well, they were loaded. And if they all die, then he can. Sweet lake house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, you know, this is the movie. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically, Ogle warns Isaac that Moe's not going to let him leave because all this has happened. Isaac calls Moe and says, like, uh, Ogle just told me this. Is this right? He's like, yep. <laughs> yep oh well shit uh <laughs> you shouldn't have said yes to this deal yeah <laughs> what it's intermission time time to pause and refresh at the snack bar during this short break you can treat your taste of good food and sparkling cold beverages including delicious coca-cola if you're hot dog hungry we have them sizzling juicy hot dogs served in warm oven fresh buns Plus a complete menu of all your favorites. Visit the refreshment center now. Enjoy delicious food and ice cold Coca-Cola. So basically, Isaac finds a way to, you know, he goes and he goes down to the basement and pulls the key, like the the corpse of the mother. She's got the key to this harness 
on a necklace. He goes down, takes the key, unlocks the harness, and now he's free. Now, right there, right there at that moment, he just should have took off running, right? Like, yep. me, even if, I, even if I know I'm on an isolated island, I'm going to swim if I have to. You know, yep. I'm getting the fuck well, out of here. They, they, they took care of that at the beginning. Yeah, he, he said that he, well, couldn't, right? yeah, he can't swim. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They did mention that. I forgot and, about and that. Boat, I guess there's only one boat, right? Because they had to take the boat over, and I'm yep. guessing the guy... Mo took probably the took it back. back. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he's trapped there on the uh, island. I, I will give, like, like while there are, like, barn door gaping holes in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the, you know, like, more obvious things, uh, you know, like, uh, why didn't they just swim away? Oh, we can't swim. Why can't you do this? Oh, because of that. Like, they did cover some bases. It's just, as far as the actual story they didn't cover any of those bases. I think there needed to be more mo- more of a motivation, in my opinion, for Mo. Like, why is he doing this? They did. They, they explain no motivation, right? Like, does he hate Isaac and want to get him back for something? Does he want money from the parents' estate? Like, what's the motivation here? Like, why the hell is he doing this? I don't think I, I any don't of know. that my, was... My only guess is that maybe he is going to try to pin, you know, like what we said a minute ago, try to pin everything on him. And he's just, you know, he's saying he's going back to the scene of the crime. I don't know. But then, then you're going to have to kill the daughter because she's had conversations multiple times with this guy. By the way, how did she know that he had been? Oh, yeah, because the brother told her. Or the, Mo. the uncle told her. Isaac gets out of the harness and then Olga tries to kill him. She's like stalking him around the house trying to kill him with a crossbow. I forgot to mention there's a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> Olga's no, sitting around with say, a crossbow. Yeah, I will say this, you know, and another thing that's not mentioned, but, uh, you know, the girl... She breaks his finger, and yeah. she shoots him with a fucking crossbow, and he just lets her do it. Oh, and he, he just lets her do it. He doesn't even basically yell. Like she no. like grabs his hand and snaps his finger, and he's just like, Whoa! and then, That's it. And then later on, she she shoots him with the fucking crossbow. What uh, she shoots at him once, barely misses him, and then shoots him in the leg the second time, right? Yep. But like you said, he yeah. doesn't do anything. No, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't fight back. He doesn't do anything. He's hiding I, from her. I researched a list of the dumbest animals on the planet, yeah. and I found tw- I found a list of twenty of them. Every single one of them had some sort of defense mechanism to uh, fend off attackers. Mm-hmm. Not Isaac. <laughs> He's got to well, be. I guess, I'm guessing at that point, like he slowly starting to realize, hey, maybe I did do this. Like because it wasn't until after that when he went and like crawled into the little bathroom connected to that room. That he starts to remember, oh, wait, wait, I didn't do this. But up to that point, it's like, wait a minute, was I here? Yeah, I was sitting here to do this. I just don't understand. And then there's the other thing. Why is she, why is she so hell-bent on, like, trying to kill him? Like, he didn't do anything to her other than the fact that, like, you know, I guess at this moment, I guess she assumes that he had something to do with her dad's death. So I guess maybe that's motivation enough, I guess. Because that's what she was told, yeah. Yeah. And then they, and then they confirmed it on the phone. <laughs> so like she's stalking Isaac around, but then she has one of her catatonic fits again. So she's just sitting in the corner with her hands on Those her eyes. catatonic fits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, like that one moment where she's uh, down in the, uh, the, the 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 basement with the crossbow, except she couldn't kill him. Yeah. Because well, she went back into. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he take at this point he takes the uh, the chance while she's in her you know state again to uh, put the harness on her. So he locks that harness on her, and then like then he goes and hides in the basement with the body. Then that's when you get all these flashbacks that we've already went through of you know well apparently Isaac had been hired to kill the dad, and uh, he had second thoughts about it, and then he he actually tried to warn the dad. Like he he wrote on a piece of paper like Mo Bennett is trying to kill you or something like that or wants you dead or something right? Then he write that. Then I guess uh, Mo comes along and takes the paper or whatever, and that's when he offers him the money. And Isaac said, "No, I can't take the money because I didn't do anything." And then like it shows in this flashback, Mo or Isaac like sitting like out on the balcony of his apartment or whatever, and he's drinking wine or liquor or something. He's just drinking out of the bottle. And then you see Isaac kind of come out of the shadows, and you just assume what happened there is Isaac pushed him off the balcony, and that was the accident that Isaac had had where he got amnesia. He's lucky that's yes. all he got, right? You know, he got pushed off a balcony and, all, and basically all he got was amnesia from it. But that's what you're uh, to assume, right, is he pushed him off and 
that's where yeah. you know then you make the connection to the beginning of the movie him hiring him and blah 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 right so and you see trying, the scars scars on the back of his head and all yeah that. and you're tra- basically so mo is trying to get isaac back to that house so i guess the motivation there is dependent on him so now mo has come back to the house because you know he knows something's up with this whole now that they're all aware of what's going on and he goes into the basic basement where he looks in the little hole olga's down there and uh Mo walks over to the little hole in the wall and looks in with the uh, with the flashlight, and he sees Isaac is in there with the body, you know, the mom's body, and then right at that moment, Olga shoots Mo, like in the back, left shoulder with the crossbow, and then you know takes off and well, she didn't even really run, right? She just shoots him, stares at him for a minute, and then just slowly walks up the steps. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Mo doesn't do a damn thing. Then you see the the sheetrock or the wall or whatever with the hole in it you see the little saw the little hand saw that you know isaac was using the using to like cut a bigger hole so he could get out of there you see it moving again so uh, mo is just assuming like come on isaac hurry up and hurry up and get out of there we can go upstairs and we can get olga you know like she, she has shot me in the back here then on the little intercom isaac comes over the intercom and says like hey, right, i've got out then you realize that's not him behind that wall cutting the little hole right <laughs> um so then like at that moment like he's kind of standing there like ready to like you know hit whatever it is with a with a log you know because there's like firewood sitting there and then he just kind of goes back behind the corner of it right when the wood drops and then it sits there for a minute and then you see the 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 top of the mother's corpse head like peek around the corner like peekaboo <laughs> <laughs> he yell. i think he screams or something right but that's the end of that like whatever the hell happens there that's the end of that uh, then at the, basically at the end of it, you see Isaac come out of the house. Finally, there was a dog chained up outside, which you, well, that's another thing. Like they set it up, like Isaac's feeding the dog earlier in the movie. So you kind of assume that at some point that dog is going to come into play, right? Nope. Maybe it's one of those little red herring type things where like, oh, you think something's going to happen with this dog? Nope, not at all. <laughs> because like Isaac is outside of the house and he's like, it looks like he's trying to unchain the dog. And then Olga comes to the front door and then he just kind of stared at each other. Credits. <laughs> So there we go. Caveat from 2020. Um, lots of questions, I guess. And I, I'm kind of wondering, you know, like at this point, I'm not, I'm not gonna like give anything away with uh, my, my rating or anything. But maybe, maybe this movie was like promised a uh, million dollars, and then when it when it come time to actual, you know, put the rubber to the road, it was like oh, about a buck fifty. <laughs> Well, shit, we want to make a movie, all right. <laughs> I guess by explaining the movie a little bit here, we can just naturally get into the star rating. So, Donnie, I guess we'll start with you. What What are your thoughts on this movie? What the hell do you think this movie means, if anything at all? And what's your star rating to go with it? Honestly, I don't know what it means. I know what it kind of means to me. Um, you know, it, it was an interesting concept, an interesting setting. Uh, you know, the rabbit was cool, definitely hooked me in. Um the harness and the chain was uh, definitely an interesting uh, wrinkle to the story. There were some, you know, some tense moments to kind of build up the suspense, um, you know. But for a movie that's like 88 minutes long, this movie drags. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's n- no questions that are really ever answered, like what's up with the painting? That's never explained. Yeah. Uh, What's, you know, I want to know more about that rabbit. Uh, it never gets to that. There are interesting parts to the movie, but uh, like, like I mentioned, there's, there's never explored. Um, I could have actually left the house, sat in a Chick-fil-A uh, drive-thru line, um, and got back to the house before anything would have happened between the suspenseful parts and the payoff. It's really the rabbit. The rabbit is basically what ups the rating for me is uh i'm gonna give it a a star and three quarter um i was gonna give it less but you know the rabbit was cool (laughs) ah and those credits huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) did you see the font in that oh my god oh god as long as it wasn't comic sans (laughs) so a star and three quarters all right will same question to you like any explanations here what do you i mean what are your thoughts what's your star rating what do you think well all right Kind of going back to Donnie's point of uh, the, the rabbit. The rabbit's cool. But at the beginning of the movie, she's running around to each room. And it would drum, you know, I guess to, I guess it's leading leading uh, Olga to the body. 
how in God's name did she figure that out? You mean how, how did, did she sit there and have a, like a a ESP uh, conversation with this rabbit? Or did she just pick it up and be like, man, I'm going to go take this to the next room. Wait a minute. It drummed over here. What about over here? Like, like that that made no sense. Did, so, did she live in the house for a year with the, with the rabbit and just eventually come to, you know, what is it doing? It's almost like there needs to be another movie. <laughs> you know, like there needs to be a prequel or something to explain what the hell we just saw, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or just more exposition somewhere. You know, to establish what the hell's going on here. I think I think the probably the best part of this movie is right there at the end when uh, they, they do the bait and switch. You think uh, you think the guys in the in there with the corpse, the the the, the drywall uh, knife starts coming up and down. You're like, all right, well, this, but like I, I remember like sitting here watching the movie, like, all right, well, this is the payoff. Well, we got you know, like at least it wasn't absolutely one hundred percent straightforward. Uh, it, God, it's so hard to give this one a rating. Uh, I, I agree with that. The, the 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 two or three parts that were good were good. The the other, you know, eighty five minutes of that movie <laughs> weren't to me. I guess a star and a half. Uh, Professor, same question to you. What you know? Explanations, uh, thoughts, star rating. Uh, well, as far as thoughts on what's going on in the movie yeah, that's, that's, I think it's pretty much kind of left up to interpretation because first of all too what the scenes of like the mom you know the dead mom who when he's crawling through the walls the crawl space or whatever into that spot where the body is and he sees her pop up what is that? I mean, is that is that is she is, is it just playing on his mind I mean it could be read different ways because there's some, some folklore stuff in here but nothing, not anything that I can put my finger on and say oh this is something based on this witch or that you know witchcraft or whatever you know so i don't know you know there's the whole circle circles what's up with the drawing of the circles is it just because she's uh she has these fits in the circles or just something that comes to her you know that that black now I, where she's drawing the chalk yeah and i do have a couple of thoughts on that now that's what you just brought up before i get into that just one thing i failed to mention was when he's crawling through the crawl space and then like he looks he thinks he sees her like you just mentioned, yeah. like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like she's crawling around in the crawl space. Like she peeks over the thing and then, yeah. and then he goes down and like he's looking through the hole or yeah. whatever. And then her head is turning like you don't see it turn. But right, like her head is to the right, yeah. takes the light off, puts the light back on her. All of a sudden she's looking yeah. ahead. Then he puts the toboggan on her head or, you know, the, the, yeah. the cap or whatever. And then he turns back yeah. and now there's like a hole in the thing where she's peeking through it. <laughs> and her eyes. Like that That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, that's. Yeah, they, they do manage to like build up some good dread and tension in those scenes without there being some uh, cheap sort of jump scare. Like, there's no jump scares in this movie at all. So I have to commend it on certain aspects of this film being kind of tense. You know, like oh, it's definitely very oh, tense. Hearing the steps. yeah, yeah. It's and like they, they make up. It's like they make up for some of the budget with, like I said, good sound design and you know yeah. just a tense mood. But uh, one more thing before I'll, I'll let you continue. The circles. I'm thinking, just as we're talking about the movie and just thinking about it here for a few minutes, I'm thinking that maybe that's the view of her body looking through the hole. Yeah. I right? Mean, like her corpse is behind the wall and there's a hole in the wall. Perfect circle, yeah. right? Maybe that's got something yeah. to do with that. Like, there's definitely some, definitely a supernatural aspect to this that wasn't fleshed out or wasn't explained. So I think maybe well, that might have something to do with that. True, that they just don't want to spoon feed, I yeah. guess, that they want you to pick up. But, I mean, there's no there's no links you can really grab a hold to and say, and put it together yourself, or at least I can't. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay, this, that, no. this, you know, and, like, sit together and say, this is what happened. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a purposeful thing of, like, they don't want you, the filmmakers, I, you know, didn't want you to be able to grab this and grab that and put it together and say, oh, okay, this is, this is what it was. You almost want to it's say like, there's some element of witchcraft to this. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But like I said, I mean, I, I you know, I know a, a good deal about Celtic folklore and all the stuff and whatever. But there was nothing in here tangible that I could say, aha, that's based on this or that. Mm. Or the only circles that I know of in Celtic folklore, are like the fairy circles. But this definitely doesn't have anything to do with fairy circles. Those circles aren't that. Uh, because there's also the circle hole in her room that he had to reach through when she broke his. You know, he was trying. Well, first he reached through to get the phone mm -hmm. when she was in that that pit and he called 
the guy, I can't think of his name, you know, the, the guy who he's paying him and stuff. The Uncle Mo. And then, yeah. What, what and then, that was just a convenient like, vent. <laughs> it, just so, it just so happened that his chain would go to the other side of that vent, but not into the room. It would yeah. go into the room, but if you go about five feet to the right. <laughs> There's enough slack for that. All right, so uh, I guess, you know, where do you land with your star rating then? Uh, I'll go with the, uh, I know, like, it's kind of hard to rate. Also, like, the other thing I didn't mention, well, we kind of talked about it, was the visuals are excellent. Like, the cinematography is excellent. The, the kind of dark shading and everything and lighting in the scenes and the decrepit sort of, I mean, it's not fully run down, but there's cracks in the wall and all kinds of other things going on. So, I don't know if they're, like, kind of might, it makes me think of sort of the mental state of the people in the movie. You know, her, him, and everything is kind of visually where the movie is at, too. It's sort of, you know, they're showing their internal working. Uh, the sound design, as we mentioned, all those things add to it, that sense of dread and those things. A lot of pros going for it, a lot of cons going for it, too, as far as the, you know, the pacing, but it's, it's purposeful. I mean, it's meant to be a slow burn. I mean, a super slow burn. Uh, sometimes that works against it, of course. Uh, but as far as star rating, I guess I'm going to land on a. I'm going to give it two and three quarters because I liked it a good little bit. But it's like, and I haven't seen it. I, I, I would, I would revisit this movie. I'll just give it a little bit of time and come back to it and see if it makes any other impressions on me. But right now, I'll go with two and three quarters. I, I don't think there's much else more to explain or thoughts on this that we haven't already discussed here. So, like, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two stars. Um, There are some things that I liked about it. Like we said, the sound design. I think the beginning of the, you know, I think there's enough hook there to say, okay, I'm interested. And I think the ending is pretty good. Although there's not a lot of payoff to some of the stories going on. I think there needs to be more, there needs to be more story. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe there needs to be more explaining to me. I don't know. You know, Um, well, no, I think, I think, I think you and Spoke actually just kind of, you know, ran across something right there of, of, I think, I think you know this is a uh, what is it, an Irish movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's got to be something like maybe it was made for that audience. Maybe there's some kind of folklore or you know something along those lines that that we just don't know about. You know, yeah. that, that, that would really draw them in over there. And since we don't know about it, it's just like what the hell is going on? It could be, it could be. I, you know, I, I I think it is a clever movie. You know, and. and I just think that there's a lot, a lot that you know, uh, a lot to be explained. Like I said, there there needs to be a prequel almost to say like what the hell happened before this, so I can understand this better. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to completely crap on it, but I think it's, I think I think we've all given it a fair rating. You know, as far as where our own personal assessments of it are, and and you know maybe it's one that like Smoke said, you know, you watch further on down the line and maybe you see something or realize something else and maybe you have a different view on it one day but like i do think that the good things they do they do well um i'm not saying they do the bad things badly just you know could have been better but you know overall really i mean like for the fact that this is the f- the first feature length uh movie that damian mccarthy has done i'd like to see more from this guy you know in the future you know you give him uh, i mean he with broke- a budget yeah, with a budget. I mean, like I said, yeah. he directed it, wrote it, and edited it. So, like, this is all him, basically. And, of course, the producer, um, uh, Justin Hine, you know, that they, they were basically the two main, uh, uh, you know, guys working on this. But uh, I think there's something there where you could see, like, okay, you give them some, maybe give them some better material, bigger budget. You know, there's enough in this movie there as far as a, a filmmaker is concerned to make me interested enough to want to watch this dude's career a little bit here. You know, unless he... He, he releases, like, the next Stinker Conjuring movie or something like that, you know, but um, like Michael Chavez. I, I'd say this. I bet you he does Curse of La Llorona better than Michael Chavez did. <laughs> Not saying much, just saying. Um, so, yeah, there, there you have it. I mean, I think overall, I think we have a consensus score of basically right at two stars. I mean, I think that's a, a pretty fair assessment of it. And, like, you know, like we always do in our uh, anniversary show coming up on Halloween, um, we will have a chance to re-rate this if we want to go slightly up or slightly down or anything on this. So uh, I know that's kind of close. You know, that's only uh, give or take about a month away. You know, uh, your your mind may not change much between now and then, but at least it does give you the opportunity to do it if something changes between now and then. So I guess we'll keep that in mind. So 
Donnie, I guess we'll go ahead and toss to you first. Connections from the crates. <laughs> All right, go for it, buddy. All right, yeah. Uh, well, typically with Crypt Connections, we connect the current movie episode, um, you know, by any uh, cast or crew connections to past spook show episodes but with caveat there are basically no connections uh not even to that that uh french horn player we found about 20 <laughs> episodes so uh that had uh 1300 imdb credits uh th there's there's nothing here so. I, that doesn't surprise me I mean, like like Swing we said and a miss. yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not shocked because there was only the one guy uh the actor uh, uh ben kaplan who's been yeah. in anything really at all all the rest haven't have barely been in anything. They've all done short films and stuff like that, and and even a lot of the stuff that some of these people have done has all been like UK stuff. So, you know, yeah. we would have had to have done a couple of Irish or you know more local UK type stuff for for any of these names to pop up. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I even went through. Uh, you know, the you had mentioned the uh, oh shit, the person who did the music, the score. Uh, the composer. Yeah, Richard G. Mitchell. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing that he. And he and he, had, and he and he had a, a lot of credits too. Like I said, that went he back did. to the '80s. But like once again, I think a lot of that's stuff in Europe, you know, in the UK or whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless we're doing that type of stuff, there's there's probably no connection. So. Yep. Uh, so that leads us to our next segment, Will. What do we got? I know this is going to be a high number, so just hit hit me with it. Uh, I want to put it one past demons. <laughs> well, that's almost infinity. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, y'all tell me. Uh, all right, the mom was already dead before the movie happened. Mm -hmm. The dad, already he dead. wasn't completely dead. Well, he was already dead before the movie starts. Was he? I'm not quite dead yet. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about in the flashbacks. He was not. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you assume in the flashbacks he was not dead until you saw him. You know, he's laughing or whatever down in the basement, and then you see him with the blood on his face, and then Isaac and then hauls and ass then out Isaac of there. Runs out. Yeah. So none of those actually died on camera. So you could either go two or zero. I could go. I was thinking about this as I was watching it because I was like, well, this should be an interesting kill count. And I said either three or zero because Mo. There again, credits roll. Yeah, but you have to assume, right? A fucking ghoulish corpse comes peeking around the corner. He's probably fucking dead, right? So it could go either way here. You know. Well, <laughs> he's got to row himself back. You know, uh, with a you know an arrow to the shoulder. You need your shoulders to row, and and because well, if you only row with one side, you're just gonna spin in a circle. You're assuming that he could even row because uh, how do you know Isaac didn't take the boat with the fucking dog? And right, it's true. you know, like so. Yep. I, it's it. That's an interesting mm. one. It's an interesting take either way. Like you either got the mom, the dad, and the uncle, Mo. Which, by the way, Mo, what the fuck? Why are they calling him Mo? Like, it's Three Stooges, you know, like, that's the only person I think of when I think Mo, fucking Three Stooges. But anyways, like, it's either, like, the the mom, the dad, and the Uncle Mo, or nobody, right? Because you don't ever yeah. actually see anything happen here. I guess because they're dead bodies and you assume Mo dies, I'll go with three. Three you know, Just uh, <laughs> to, you know, have something down for the future. But, I mean, this one I could absolutely say, I could see anybody saying nothing. I smoke, so that leads us, that leads us to you. Gore score. We we gave you a juicy one here. What you got? Yeah, yeah, they get it. With the gore, it's like it's it's not very much. It's not that type of movie. But uh, I'll just go over some of the. I guess some of it might not be gore, but stuff that kind of makes you flinch or whatever. Right? He, he gets his finger broken, and he has to re-break it or reposition it or whatever. Yeah, it makes you flinch. It's not gory, but it uh, does make you flinch. Uh, you got the arrows. First, the arrow through. They they show the the scene with the the dad in the basement with the arrow in his eye, right? Or they show you see blood on his face. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you saw arrows. The dad. I don't remember seeing an arrow yeah. in the dad, but I guess that makes sense. I want to say that there was a couple of arrows in his face. 
Mm. I mean, it's very dark in there. So that's that scene with the with. I guess it was lit by a flashlight or lit by something, right? I mean, yeah, you, you hear him. You hear like a laugh or something, right? It's almost like you yeah. hear the dad laugh, the and then blood. Isaac goes down there, and you see him like bloody. But I didn't catch the arrows. But yeah, it makes sense with you know that really being the only weapon in the house, apparently. And uh, so I mean, but that's aftermath, and a little bit of blood on on his face, on his, around his eye or whatever. And then uh, him getting shot with the uh, crossbow in the leg, which not really bloody. Uh, although he's got a you know clip off the thing and and that one scene again not much but you don't see like a bunch of blood coming out of his leg or anything so this is that type of movie it's not meant to be it's not a meaty juicy gory movie so kind of I don't know I'm going between a two or a three I'm guessing I land on two uh, that's what I was gonna say two I think that's more than fair to me yeah I mean it's, it's trying it's you know it's building this Stuff on more tension than it is on gore, so makes sense. It's only going to be a two, and that it's I, like I said, there's no real rating, right? For this movie, not that so I, I saw. PG thirteen for the mild violence and the sort of situational stuff going on in the movie, I guess. Now, uh, so we'll, I guess we'll go with the two. But to move on past that, just secondly, Will, you just brought that up with the uh, arrow. So you're saying you saw an arrow in the in the dad's head. Or maybe multiple arrows. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you saw? actually, I am currently going back through the movie, and I'm going to see that scene. <laughs> because I don't remember <laughs> seeing that or not. But uh, let's just let's just go with it for a second. Let's say there you're, was a scene though in the movie where they talked about that being the only weapon that he killed himself with that crossbow. I thought. Yeah, right? she did. That's what she said. But now I'm starting to th- I mean, now I'm starting to think that maybe we're not looking at all this in the right way. Maybe Olga did it. Yeah, because I mean I don't know how. <laughs> How uh, difficult it is, I'm sure it made it pretty difficult to shoot yourself in the head with a crossbow. With a crossbow. Right? I mean, and and you <laughs> and if you're right and saying there's multiple arrows, how are you going to shoot multiple arrows in your head with a crossbow? And why was he laughing? <laughs> and then right, the, there's and, one arrow and it looks like two pieces of drool. <laughs> oh, you were serious. You really went back through it. <laughs> Dude, I just yeah. laughed at you like, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Well, now here, here, here's the thing. Like a lot of times, uh, while we're like going through the movie, I, I will actually like try to go through the movie, scan back through. Yeah, but yeah. now I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe I'm way off here. But maybe I'm starting to think that Olga that was the one that was doing this. Maybe the rabbit was controlling her during her catatonic episode. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. None of this. Well, all right. No conclusion gonna, we could come to still explains the fucking rabbit or the picture. No, or any no. supernatural aspect of this, but go but, ahead. But to go yeah. back uh, to, to an earlier part, like like somewhere in the movie, uh, she's recounting something, and she sees her mom, right? Mm. And I want to say like 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 the mom's like sitting there with something like at the table. Yeah, she's drawing the circles on like, that little book with the chalk. yeah. And it was like there's a picture of her, there's a picture of Olga, there's a picture of her, there's a picture of Olga, and it cuts back. And you see the mom like vanish, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and I'm assuming that's you know to say you know like, hey this girl's crazy. Well, they they go out of their way to make sure you know this girl's crazy in this movie. I don't know, and that so I guess I guess at the end of the day, like, are you supposed to believe anything that you see? <laughs> yeah. Did we well, watch a movie? What you think it is? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, ultimately, art, right? You know, like art is in the eye of the interpreter and all that bullshit. You know, like <laughs> draw your own conclusions. But I mean, like it has to make sense on some level, right? So like, I'm just trying to find the sense. I just, I'm sorry, I gotta call out the the, the droopy voice you just made. Yeah, but you knew what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just starting to think like between the 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 arrow in the dad's head, right, and he's laughing down there in the basement for no fucking reason that we know of. Between that and the fact that Isaac says he shows up and the door is locked, right? Like, I'm starting to think that Olga might have popped her dad in the fucking head and then locked him down in the basement. I don't think it was Olga. I think it was Mo. But why? All right. Well, Uh, we're just going to leave it there. uh, (laughs) To 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 wrap up this episode, why? And locking the door, he's saying, like, he knows too much. He knows too much. What the hell does he know? Mm-hmm. What is there to know about this family lately? Like, are they uh, drug lords? Doesn't look like it. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing something screwed screwed up happened with the mom. They killed her, and then you know turned around. Like, all right, well now I can't let you live because I was part of this. Pops in, runs home, calls uh, the, the dude with amnesia. I'm horrible. Isaac. Isaac, and uh, had him, you know, 
come over there and he was just going to try to pin it on him. Well, I think our talk about this is just as interesting, if not more interesting than the movie itself, just trying to figure it out and peel back the onion layers to, <laughs> <laughs> to figure out what the hell is going on here. So I guess we'll, we'll leave it out to you, uh, Spook Show fans. Like, what do you think? You know, send us, you know, uh, send us the messages on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. See what you think about it. Let, let's hear it. And maybe we can talk about it on, uh, the, you know, the next movie review episode or in a couple episodes. Again, we'll bring it back up and we'll discuss it. Maybe we'll save all those comments for the anniversary episode since we probably won't have enough time in between to, like, re-rank the episode. Maybe we can have kind of a little little bit of a five-minute discussion on what the audience thinks about this movie. So that, that'll be interesting, and we'll, and we'll kind of save that for uh, episode 80, the third anniversary, which comes out on Halloween Day. But for our next episode, episode 20, or I'm sorry, episode 20. We're going back in time. Episode 76 of the Spook Show. We're going to start off the month of October, and we're starting it off big. The 2021 Spook Show Awards will, will hit air. Now, uh, if you're listening to this and you follow us on... Uh, our YouTube channel, or any other ways. We actually uh, have already done these Spook Show Awards. We did it on a live stream as we were recording. So, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit. It actually does exist if you want to go track it down. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, but if you want to wait until next week, uh, that'll be just fine, too, because it'll come on your podcast feed. Um, that is the 2021 Spook Show Awards, where basically we just go back. Uh, our little calendar year, quote-unquote, starts with the first episode after our second anniversary episode last, you know, which was last Halloween. So like our first episode in November of 2020, that's where the, the, the eligible period starts. And then it goes all the way up until we did our maximum overdrive episode, you know, uh, uh, back in September, that was uh, episode 73. So that's our eligible period. So that kind of gives you a taste of what we'll be talking about next week. And we have 15 categories. You know, we had a good fun time with it. So we definitely suggest, like you said, you can go over our YouTube channel and check it out now if you want to. Or you can wait until it comes across your podcast feed next Monday, October 4th uh, at 6 p.m. East. And, and that'll be our big kickoff to the month of October. And we got a lot of cool stuff planned. Um, the week after that, episode 77, that's our next movie review episode. Uh, we don't know as of the uh, recording and airing of this episode which movie we'll be watching there because that was left up to our Patreon, you know, our patrons over on Patreon. Um, there was a poll of three movies over on Patreon, and you can still go over patreon.com slash Show, and you can uh, become a patron and you can vote on what we'll be watching there for that episode, which will be, like I said, episode 77. Uh, the three candidates are Trick or Treats, Hack-O-Lantern, and Smoke, I think it's called The Midnight Hour, right? Yep. Yeah, that was like a video release back in the 80s. So those are your three choices. Uh, pick one of those, and uh, you know whatever the poll results are, that's what we're going to be watching for our October 11th episode, episode 77. So uh, like I said, lots of stuff, cool stuff lined up for October. Be ready for that. If you want to have a say in the vote, go become a patron. Um, so I, I guess really that's, uh, that's just where we'll leave it for caveat and all the cool stuff we got coming up here for the month of October. So for Donnie... For Will and the Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast, and we will talk to you next week. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.